Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. So the moral of the story is the kids remain gross and partially unreliable well into their teens. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I am John R. Bray. And I am Heather B. Armstrong. And we're back for another week. And hopefully an update on poor Coco, who had a hell of a week last week. Even after we recorded. Yeah. We talked about switching her food and it caused some really terrible indigestion problems. It got so bad. She was sleeping outside. Had we talked about the fact that she woke up covered in diarrhea? Yes. I think where we left it is she was she was sleeping outside. Okay. She had had a reaction to the food that the vet recommended. Yes. But was doing okay. She was eating a little mm-hmm. bit and seemed to be doing all right. She was doing okay. She was still drinking water and we were making her bland chicken and rice, that sort of thing. But then... Let's see. So Marlo got her braces off on Wednesday. <laughs> I've been to the orthodontist three times in the last week. Oh, yeah. She got her braces off, which, by the way, was really, really freaky. I mean, freak out. I mean, fuck city, man. It was. Okay. We got We got to talk about that. She only got like half off, though, right? Well, she's she has a little retainer on the bottom inside. Um, and then we had to go back and get a retainer for the top teeth. But now we have to wait for the rest of her teeth to fall out and come in. So uh, Okay, so she's not done. She's done for now. Right, so the first round is done, which considering what they accomplished, they showed me the before pictures. And <laughs> Marlo chipped her tooth on her first, on my birthday in uh, 2010. She was a year old. She was crawling up the stairs. I remember you writing about that. Yeah, she had a chipped tooth forever, a discolored chipped tooth. Oh, very nice. And then she also sucked her thumb for a very long time. So her, all of her top teeth were uh, in different directions. And the overbite was so distinct that you could almost put your thumb up under between the bottom teeth and the top teeth. Oh, wow. And they showed me the before pictures, and I was just dumbfounded with what they were able to accomplish and i started i started bawling actually like i looked at her and when it took when they took the braces off her she's got huge white teeth and they're all straight (laughs) it didn't look like my kid so when you say freaky it wasn't a bad experience it wasn't bad it was just oh good it was so weird and and i was happy because she really worked on keeping she had to wear rubber bands And they sort of whispered to me at the beginning of the summer, well, if she's going to go to camp, you know, kids are really bad about staying on top of this. And so we're probably going to have to keep her in it for for a little longer than we'd hoped. And she wore those rubber bands all the time. 
and she actually got out of her braces sooner than they thought. And they have to be changed. I, I have oh, yeah. friends who had rubber bands, so she had to remember at camp to change them. Yes. And sleep wow. in them and, you know, the whole, and she did. And she did the work. And I was really, really, really proud of her. From what I remember, they they hurt, not like yes. serious pain, but like an ache because they're kind of pulling things into position, right? Yeah. And she handled it really well. Like it, it hurts to like even like chew bread sometimes when you right. have those tight rubber bands in. She did really well. She actually handles pain pretty well. I'm going to take credit for that. <laughs> I feel like that makes sense for her personality too. Though. Yeah. She, I mean, she's a bit of a badass. She's covered in bruises, right? She's like, she, she's covered in bruises and scrapes all the time. I'm like, where did that one come from? I don't know. I don't know. So I'm, I was really proud. Spent the day doing that. And then the next morning we woke up and Coco's been, was sleeping outside and we were waiting for the diarrhea to get better because the, the vet that she went to for her surgery said it should clear up in a few days if you, you know, change the food back to her food or go bland or whatever. And so it was Thursday morning. I woke up and Marla was like, Where, where's Coco? And I said, well, isn't she in her crate? She's like, no. So I went outside in my robe. <laughs> it's a little cold, a little chilly here. And I tried to find her. And she apparently had been sleeping in the bushes, tucked, tucked far, far, far away underneath the bushes. Which is and, really not a good sign. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was. Cowboy said that that's sort of a natural instinct for dogs to, in the, when, like outdoor dogs to sort of find a space that's covered and like a, a, a place that provides solace. I don't know. But Which Coco makes sense, not, but she's not an outside dog. She's not an outside dog. I so that assumed, to me seems weird for her to get farther away from the house. Yeah. And... I assumed that she would sleep in the crate because it was, you know, it had warmth. So she came out of the bushes and she's covered in like bark and soil and she can barely move, uh, barely. And I went inside and got some cooked chicken out and some, um, some rice and she would not, she wouldn't touch it. I mean, we're talking about chicken, like a piece of chicken. Something she would normally devour. She would have bitten my hand off normally. Right. And I would I held it toward her face, and she turned her head away from me. I And she stunk, and her the, the backside of her was completely covered in diarrhea. Even we, we gave her a bath like twice a day, or at least washed her off twice a day. And she woke up covered again, like it wasn't stopping. And so we called the vet, and they were like, well... You know, the surgeon gets in tomorrow, and we can have him call you tomorrow. But we can get you in on Monday, and this is Thursday. For a dog and that's not eating. For a dog that's not eating and is sleeping in the bushes and can barely move, and I, I just, I was really, really, really worried. And I know for some people it seems that that I might not love my dog as much as I do. But again, our relationship, we enjoy the relationship that we have. Coco likes it, I think, that I'm the one that she can go sit next to who won't bother her. Right. You both work in your own separate areas. Mm-hmm. The kids, the two kids, the two girls, the younger girls in the house are on top of her all the time. And sometimes she just comes over and she like sits on the other side of me like, please make it stop. <laughs> don't, don't touch me. 
Yeah, so we called another vet. I had to take Lita to the doctor to get her foot x-rayed because she either fractured it or sprained it. They didn't see a fracture, although stress fractures sometimes don't show up on x-rays, but it still hurts. So Dance right or after uh, she wore high heel shoes to homecoming. Oh uh, yeah. And was in those shoes for seven hours and she's never worn those types of shoes before. I don't know how women wear. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, I don't. So bad. God, I don't get it. <laughs> she was in tears one night and I was like, Welcome to womanhood. <laughs> I, I just I mean, because it's fall here, I started wearing like boots that have a thicker sole. Mm-hmm. And my feet were sore. And it is not heels, just a th- just thicker sole than a tennis shoe. Yeah. And my feet hurt. I can't imagine. Can't even imagine. It's like walking around on your tiptoes for hours. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm at the point where I can't wear. I'm not going to be able to wear heels now for probably nine months, maybe. Maybe. Right. Uh, but it, it's gotten to the point now where I can wear heels for a probably 30 minutes and then I have to sit down and take them off and then I kind of I can put them back on again but it's like this constant rotation of taking them off and putting them on and taking them off and putting them on because it, it hurts so bad it just doesn't make it's it seems like a very unnatural way to walk I've always felt this way I just don't frequently have the opportunity to discuss heels but I don't understand <laughs> why they why they're a thing I mean if you like to wear them it's it's not a judgment it just seems so damn uncomfortable yeah and I know women who really enjoy, who who aren't uncomfortable in them, who have like the Cinderella, you know, shoe size, who are just like t- tiny and dainty and, and can sort of dance around in the heels. And that is not me. <laughs> Clearly not Lita yet. Maybe, but not yet. And yeah. So it was a heel situation. And well, but, but it, it, she fractured something near her toes or sprained it near her toes. So luckily she started swim team yesterday and so she's gonna step away from her dance class uh that's not at school she's got a permission slip to get out of her dance class at school just to give her foot some time to heal so is she we are is she quitting dance um the dance class that she was in after school those kids have been doing dance since they were able to walk and it's very competitive and we we don't fit in very well there. <laughs> I think that's the um, the most polite way that I can put that. You're not a dance mom. I'm not not being mean about it, but like both she and I just sort of like stick out like sore thumbs over there. And she hasn't been dancing since she could walk. I mean, kid wouldn't walk on the sand for an entire week when we were in Florida. I didn't know she wanted to dance eventually. So right. Um, but she's at she's in the dance company at school, so she'll, she'll still dance and she'll be doing swim, which will be great for her. She'll love it. Swim team, swim meets. Very nice. You know, Any yeah. diving or just the swimming? I think it's just uh, different strokes. Okay, like breaststroke, backstroke, that type of thing. Very cool. Yeah, I, I think it'll be the best thing that ever happened to her in terms of school. Like for me, volleyball was all about friendships and driving the games and you know, team dinners and that sort of thing. Like, I think it's going to open up her world. I'm very excited about it. Very nice. Yeah. And swimming is fucking hard. I mean, I'm sure she'll be phenomenal, but it's just, if you don't swim, you greatly underestimate 
that it requires every muscle from head to toe. I mean, I remember, oh my God, Lexton took swimming at one point and like an idiot, he, he would kind of do a few laps and this was six or eight years ago. And then he would kind of just putter out. And with a lot of things, if he's not immediately good at it, I've said this before, he just has a tendency to quit. (laughs) And at one point it was like, you got to just finish it. You got to finish the lap. Like you got to push through. And then we were swimming in a neighbor's pool and I did two laps and I was like, oh no, dude, you can quit whenever you want. (laughs) This shit is so hard. So hard. Oh God. And you have to learn how to breathe, you know, like to get your breath in at the right time. You have to learn how to breathe, how to time your breath, how to turn over in the water. Oh, hell no. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm excited. I wish I was a, I was a good swimmer because I think it would be a great activity, but God, it's so hard. She is, it's very, yeah, like learning how to breathe while while doing the coordination with your, you know, limbs. She's very muscular, Lita, because of dance. And she, she has my shoulders or, you know, I'm, and I say this about myself. I have got linebacker shoulders. Um, <laughs> <laughs> petite things do not fit on my body. Uh and she's got like she's got the strength for this and more than anything yes the strength and the exercise is going to be great for her attitude and my god on life but the social aspect of a team sport in high school is just cannot be overstated i think yeah so that started yesterday very good and she said she loved it so i'm feeling good and, f- and her foot is not broken, maybe it's fractured, not but not broken. broken. So and that's maybe good. maybe a stress fracture. And <laughs> we, we were we were walking out of the her doctor's office, and she's like, "Wow, you guys are a pair, man." And I was like, "I know." <laughs> <laughs> we're both bumping into walls and bumping into each other, and so I, I took her back to school, and then I went immediately to the vet where Pete was with Coco, and. Uh, got Coco in to see a new vet who, um, you know, she still had blood in her stool and they gave us some options. And I guess this is probably a conversation. This might be something that we should go in depth into because a lot of people have very different opinions about this. Coco will be 12 on the 22nd and they gave us an estimate for what it would cost to keep her there for the day do blood work, uh, do all these tests for certain diseases, because apparently at an age like hers, um, stress like the surgery that she underwent and the stress of changing her food can trigger, um, like if, 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 a, if an organ was going to, was on the verge of something sick or diseased, it could push it over into that territory. Okay. And so even if it's something that may not have shown itself. Yeah. Okay. The, the way the vet explained it was that the stress of this whole thing could have, if she had liver disease, if she had kidney disease, if she had, you know, it could have pushed it over into that territory for a dog this age. And they could do the test to determine what it was, or they could just give us medication to stop the diarrhea, hopefully. And w- what did we want to do? Pete and I had this conversation before we even got there. It's like, well, if she has, uh, if she has a disease at this age, what? How much do you do for the disease at this age? 
What do you do? How much do you spend? How much of your life do you put on hold to take care of a disease for a dog that is honestly older than most dogs of her breed? Right. And yeah, this is a very touchy subject. It's a very touchy subject because I know a lot of people who who are of the belief that they would give any amount of money and they would sacrifice their entire lives to make sure that their dog lived as long as it, as it could. However, I watched my very, very lovely and jovial grouch of a dog who seemed at times to really, really love life, you know, deteriorate to the point where the quality of his life was bad. He may have seen happy, seemed happy, here and there, but the overall quality of his, of his life was terrible. And I had to make that decision. Well, that's the other piece, I think. Like, yeah. you can decide that, I'm, you know, I'm going to spend anything so that Coco can can live, but if her quality of life is terrible, yeah, then it kind of, I don't want to say it defeats the purpose, but I, I, my personal opinion is that it becomes selfish. Yes. Like, if you're keeping the dog there and they're basically miserable or really not great most of the time you're doing it for yourself mm-hmm. out of out of kindness it's not like you're you're being mean but i think there's a certain point where you just have to acknowledge that it's maybe not best for the dog yeah if she if she were four i think we would have had a different conversation four or five or six right but like say it was cancer do i want to put my 12 year old dog through chemotherapy or through radiation or through whatever they have to do with the dog who has cancer i don't I'm not sure that that would be fun for her. I mean, she has a hard time getting up the stairs as it is because of her arthritis. And we're trying to keep her as comfortable as possible now. Right. So we we basically made the decision to pay for the visit and take the meds and go home. And within 24 hours, she <laughs> when she slept outside, she never came to the door. She would just be like, I'm gone. I'm dejected. You guys have rejected me because I stink. <laughs> right. right. Um, and the next morning I woke up and she was banging her cone on the back door. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the cone. Oh, God. Yeah, there's a cone. We had to keep wiping the cone off because, I mean, and I was really worried about the kids touching her in the wrong place. And, like, I was, I was worried about everything last week. So she was banging, when I woke up the, uh, the following day, she was banging her cone on the door, and she wolfed down so much food. <laughs> I was worried, almost. She was so much better. And it made me so mad at, at the first vet. We talked about it last week, but it seems, to someone who's not a vet, weird to recommend that kind of a diet shift mm-hmm. following surgery. But then yeah. even knowing that they, you know, were basically saying, yeah, we know she's not eating and she's still shitting everywhere. We can see you in four days. I, I don't know. That just. Right. It seems a little casual. And he actually called that afternoon. He wasn't supposed to call until the next day. But for some reason, he called that afternoon and asked how she was doing. I said, oh, well, we just took it to another vet because you guys couldn't get us in and you weren't going to call me until tomorrow. And guess what? <laughs> She's in really, 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 really bad shape. And um, we got her some medication and we're taking care of her. And you could tell that he was just 
please don't sue, please don't sue, please don't sue. Right. I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, I guess if vets are like doctors, so you have to find one that kind of aligns with what you think. I mean, I, the only frame of reference I really have is when Lily got really sick and I called and they were slammed the entire day and had no time, but let me bring her in and took care of her for four hours so they could see her between appointments. Mm. And to me, that was like above and beyond. Yeah. When they said, well, we're booked for the day. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to have to wait and that sucks, but that's how it's going to have to be. But then they said, hang on and came back like, bring her in now. We'll find time to see her. That's, and that's amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the biggest sign that something is wrong with your dog is that they won't eat or drink. Like that is like, that is like code red. Right. And she wasn't. And I, I don't I don't understand why they didn't take that seriously. So Especially when they knew like they had seen her, they knew it had become a problem and had not gone away. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. I mean, so when when did she turn that corner? So she turned that corner on Friday. Okay. And she's and, still and good? She, she's still good. She's great. Hungrier than ever. She's great. She's running around screaming, barking. Um in the house now? <laughs> Yes, and she, you you think your dog is smart, and then she will get as close to the kitchen cabinet as possible and try to turn her head and can't because of the cone. And it's like, you've had that cone on now for 12 days, you dipshit. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Oh, man. It'll be interesting to see when you take it off if she's at all like Lily, where it's almost confusing to have it gone. Yeah. But we're going to use it for her Halloween costume. I've Yeah, I've thought about that. Yeah, we haven't decided what we're going to... We, she, she could be like a... We were thinking about making it a sun and having the planets sort of stick out from her collar. Oh, yeah. Someone sent me a photo of a dog with a cone that they turned into a dirty martini. Yes, we saw that as well. Which is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, but a vet like yours, that's... That is above and beyond, and that makes you feel like they care about your dog. Exactly. Which I know that they can't drop everything for every animal all the time. I mean, I do I do get that. But it was just nice that they had that idea, like, we don't have enough time to schedule you in for an appointment. But if we have 10 minutes here and there between appointments, we can, we can see her. Mm-hmm. Which was great. And I knew she was awful because I got to the vet, she hates the vet, and handed her over, and she just, she didn't care. <laughs> she was like, take me. I'm done. Oh. Thrown up twenty times. Oh. Yeah. It it it's it's scary. I mean, I was I was really, really, really worried and just sick with worry. Thank God yeah. she's okay. Well, and again, her age. I mean, I was worried about Lily, but she's you know, like a like a child. They spring back pretty quick. Yeah. But at twelve, she's She's an old lady. No, when, when she came out of the bushes, like it was a slow motion, like montage of her entire life went through my head and she just stumbled out of the bushes. And I, I, I started crying right there, which, and she just is like, what, what? And I was like, well, come upstairs. And she didn't, cause our back deck is in Utah. A lot of houses are sort of built into hills. So the basement opens up toward the back but the house juts up on the hill if this makes sense okay yep 
So, like, our main floor is sort of like the second story, and half of the basement opens out to the back, but the other half is jutted up against the hill. Sure. So our she's, she was sleeping, supposed to sleep on the deck outside, and there's a, a long staircase down to the backyard. She did not want to climb the stairs to go get food. And that's when I really started to cry because I was like, something is wrong with my dog. She's sleeping in the bushes. And then I thought, what if a falcon comes and gets her? Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's definitely a real concern for me. Yeah. But now that I have a tiny dog, I can get one of those coyote vests, <laughs> which are awesome. I mean, really unnecessary, but also really necessary. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, she would not. There, There is a pack. I don't know what you call them. A flock. Are they turkey vultures? Is that what they're called? Oh, those are they're, nasty. They're huge. They're gigantic. Huge and ugly. Gigantic. And there's a tree on the walk to Marlowe's school where they came back. And when we walked the first day of school, we counted nine of them. Just hanging out? And I was like, what do they eat? And I was like, I know what they would eat if, if Lily were here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's really bizarre. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've only seen them twice i think sitting but we at one point we lived on a river and this was actually really gross the river flooded and then when it retreated it left water in this creek that was beside our house and it also left fish that were too dumb to swim out with the water <laughs> so eventually the water all retreated and the fish just died and then bloated oh and god gross so one morning, and Lexton was, was pretty little, he's standing at the window and he said, there's a turkey on the garage. <laughs> I'm like, no, buddy, turkeys are not going to be on the garage. He's like, no, there's three. And sure enough, there's these massive, just, they just look mean. Oh, Their yeah. faces look mean. Yeah. And they're hanging out, you know, just kind of snacking on these bloated, rotting fish. Oh, God. Yeah. The smell was absolutely... Oh, God. I can't imagine. It, it was so bad. And it's funny because we had called the city and they said, well, it's, it's nature. We don't, really, <laughs> we don't really take care of that. So I waited another day and I called. I'm like, why don't you come out and tell me if this is something you take care of? And they got out of the car and they're like, oh, this is horrible. I said, yeah, so maybe you can, maybe you can do something about it. It's pretty, pretty bad. Why don't you come out and tell me if this is nature? Yeah. Smell the nature by my house. Oh, so oh my awful. Oh, God. They're, they're menacing looking. Like, you don't want to fuck with that bird. Exactly. Ever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, fortunately, I haven't seen any of those, nor have I had to ward off any birds from Lily. I've had a very uneventful dog week, thankfully, actually. <laughs> those, are, those, are the, those are good weeks. They are. Oh. They are. Yeah. Oh, there's no challenges. It's the way to do it. Uh-huh. But yeah. I do envy the fact that you you have cold weather because it's like 86 here today. I saw a tweet from somebody that said second day in a row, like 90 degree weather in Chicago. And I was like, what? Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> and super humid. It's supposed to break today, but God. Uh, yeah. 
there. No, it, well, it snowed in the mountains over the weekend, but it's back up. In, it's going to be back up in the 60s and 70s this week. But 90 degrees? No. Yeah, no, I'm just... And you know, like everyone had switched over all their clothes because you saw people with... Because we had cold. I mean, it would get down into like 50 at night. And then it gets hot again and no one really knows what to do. No one really knows what to do. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I'm a bit of a Grinch with people celebrating the onset of fall. They're just like so excited that it's getting cooler. And I'm like, see, I love fall. So I'm definitely one of those people. I, well, it's not that I hate summer. It's that I think by the time September, October rolls around, I've just had enough of 90 plus degrees in humidity and I run outside. So running in that weather is awful, but running when it's 60 Lovely. That's pretty great. Especially in the the humidity of the Midwest. Yeah, I can see. I can see people liking that, getting cooler. I can see. I can understand. With a grudge. (laughs) I have a friend who's the same way, and every year he's like, fall always makes people feel like fucking poets, and it's (laughs) shit. That is pretty accurate, yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's a woman at the grocery store, a checker, who is like turning to the other checker in the other aisle, and she's like, Can you believe it's almost October? And I just looked at her and I shook my head. She goes, You got Halloween? And then you got Thanksgiving, and then you got Christmas. And I just kept shaking my head. She goes, are you a parent? And I was like, well, and I pointed to the Lucky Charms and the, <laughs> the Cheez-Its. Oh, yeah. and, the, and I was like, yeah. She goes, see, I hate it too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God, it is already October. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you're going to do Halloween again, aren't you? You are. I know you are. Uh, well... His yeah. daughter's his daughter's birthday is uh, in October, so she's big into the she's big into the season, and we we actually got media passes to a it's called Nightmare on Thirteenth. Okay, it's thir- it's it's Thirteenth South, which is a street in Salt Lake City, and they open a haunted house every fall, and which I I can't go inside this year. <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt it. Have you tried it? We went last year, and I first of all, I hate being scared. Oh, yeah. I'm with you there. Well, 100%. I mean, I love scary movies, but I startle very, very, very easily. Have, did I show you the video of the guy who has a really skittish girlfriend, and he put a montage together of how of him scaring her? 
like literally like in her face like he's he's looking at her and she's looking at him and he screams her name and she flips out no it is a spectacular montage of somebody standing in for me (laughs) she's that jumpy though like when she knows it's coming yeah like she even knows it's coming and she'll she'll and like the other day i was cleaning out my closet Pete walked in and I looked at him. I saw his face. I looked at him. And for some reason, temporarily, like the second after I looked at him, he didn't look like Pete. And I flipped out. (laughs) He's like, what is going on? I'm like, oh, nothing. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty jumpy. Yeah, I don't, I don't enjoy it. So I'll just stay out while they go in and yeah, I'll be fine. I'm with you there. I will scream. <laughs> like, as loud as can be. It happens. Yeah. I don't watch horror movies. Can't do it. You don't watch I horror think the, movies? No, God, no. I think the last horror movie I watched was The Ring. Did we and talk I'm about pretty this? pretty sure, yeah. That's like 20 years old. So, <laughs> no. And how Marlo was laughing at it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. every person I say, like, I'll mention The Ring, and they're like, yeah, that movie was stupid. I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? Mm-mm. It freaked me out. So I can't can't do it. I, I went into one haunted house once, made it through one room. I was like, nah, done. Not not even gonna try. What is the British show? Um it, it, each show is different. It's on the tip of my tongue. Um and a lot of it involves technology and how it's fucking up the future. Is that Black Mirror? Black Mirror. Yes. Okay. Have you have you seen any of it? I have not. Okay. I've heard uh, I've heard that I should and also that I shouldn't. Yeah. You know, I don't recommend the show to anyone because I don't know. There's one episode that really isn't scary at all. It's actually one of the most beautiful pieces of television I've ever seen. But there were a couple of episodes that I had to turn off because I was it was gonna like keep me awake for three days. And they're very real, right? Yeah. Like conceptually, they're very plausible. Some of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't I, like I like scary movies, uh, but there were episodes of that show where I was like, I can't, I can't subject myself to this. No. Yeah, that echoes what I've heard from a lot of people. Yeah. I would love to hear people's opinions about Black Mirror. The first episode. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to laugh. You watch the first episode and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you can't. Does it pull you in, though? Does it make you want to watch the next? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you have no idea what is ha- going to happen. Like, it's kind of fucked up the whole way. But, like, the way the show sort of, like, it just yeah wow whoa yeah so i can say are you gonna dress up for halloween no no and i yeah i I mean i really i have no reason to i don't think there will be halloween parties this is the first time i've lived in a house since i moved to illinois that has been on a residential street because my the last two places I've lived have been on far busier streets that don't have sidewalks. But now I'm actually in a neighborhood, which means we will get trick-or-treaters. Right. And Lexton is thrilled because he wants to set up 
the house to terrify children. <laughs> so I think he'll just hang out, and if he wants to have friends over, that's fine. But no, I mean yeah. I'm very much like you, but apparently even worse because I I still I just don't like it. Even as a kid, really. Really, you didn't like it as a kid. No, I didn't really like. I found the idea of dressing up to be very stressful because I never、mm. knew what to be and how to make it happen, and it just—it was so much stress and anxiety that it just wasn't worth it. Yeah. And then you'd go out and get candy, and after a while, I'm like, I could just buy candy. I don't need <laughs> to go through this shit. I'm just gonna buy the candy I want.、So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have younger. I mean, like Marlo is still very much at the age where、mm-hmm. it's a thing. Yes. And and Pete's youngest too, right? So yeah, and luckily we have friends that she can go with and go trick or treating with, and <laughs> I don't I don't have to go do it. I'm not going to be able to do it, so she's going to have to somebody else because I can't I can't walk.、Um, right. Yeah. So I got an out. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I have to sit this one out. Sorry, guys.、I'm、so sad. But you dressed up. You had a party last year, wasn't it? Oh,、uh, we went to a party. I、okay. I dressed up as Serena from The Handmaid's Tale. Right, right, right. I still have that costume, and I could probably use it again. But yeah, um, I I don't. And 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 getting dressed up like that was not getting dressed up again. It was sort of just like putting on a dress and pulling my hair back. Um. Right. I didn't have to put on a mask or do anything to my hair. Yeah, no. Yeah. <sighs> no. I just I I'm I can deal with Thanksgiving and Christmas, Halloween though. Just don't I don't do it. Did I, we were talking about my dad who loves to scare people? Could be why I'm so traumatized and, and scare so easily. He used to be when he was the bishop of our ward, so he was actually. So bishops are kind of like the pastors of the. You, do you know what a ward is in Mormonism? I don't. I feel like you've you've explained it, but I don't remember. It's basically the geological area of where you are,、um, and they draw these little boundaries. So, like, like in Utah, like basically two or three streets make up a ward, whereas、okay. in Memphis, like you know. Half of the town is in one ward. It gets to a certain number of people, and then they break it up into a, two wards. But the ward is sort of like the basic structure of the church. It's where you go to church. It's who you go to church with. So if you're in ward one, for example, they all go to one church, and no one from any other ward goes to that church. I mean, they could, but it's not their designated ward.、Like、okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And the bishop is sort of like the pastor. He is the main dude. And my dad was bishop one year, and they threw a Halloween party back when. And I'm not sure if they still allow. Mormons to do this, but I think they have Halloween parties. I don't know, but I'm not sure if, if they can wear masks or I, I don't know. Anyway, my dad dressed up as this. I don't know, a monster.、Um, he had、creature、like bl- of some sort, like a creature. Yeah, like a he had this gigantic black tangled wig that like went down to his、um, waist, and he used paint to make his eyes bulge, and then he. Painted blood all over his face, and then he got these vampire teeth to put in, and he dressed all in black. He 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 went to the bishop's. So the 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 party is in the gymnasium at the church, 
And he went to the bishop's office and he climbed on top of his desk and he turned off the light and he had my mom send in one of her friends. Oh my God. <laughs> she said, my mom was like, you could hear the screaming for like miles. She went in and turned on the light and my dad is like crouched on the, on the table screaming at her. Oh my God. That's awesome. I love hearing about other people being scared. Just not me. Just not me. Right. Does he still enjoy it? Or has he grown out of that? No, he used to scare my mom all the time. Apparently she was nursing me once in the bedroom and he climbed on top of the roof and and came and stuck his head in the window. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. He knows not to do that because I will have a heart attack. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I think I told you it was one day I was walking toward my office and I passed the toaster just as his son's toast was coming out of the toaster and I almost shit my pants. <laughs> I was so freaked out. His son was like, are you okay? <laughs> Did you scream? Oh yeah. Oh, man. oh yeah. Oh yeah. I almost like fell over. Like I was so frightened. <laughs> That's pretty jumpy. And you, but you enjoy enjoy that to a degree obviously not um, that but i enjoy watching like this video of this guy his her name is jess he's like jess jess and it's like all these really short clips of her flipping out and throwing her phone and falling over because she's so startled and i could wa i watched it probably 17 times in a row because it must be what i look like when it happens to me <laughs> oh god i gotta find that link and post it oh i'd love to watch it mm. I didn't even really realize until you mentioned October that that's where we were at. Uh, oh, I flipped the calendar over today. Yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah. I know, but that but that cashier is right. It's like it hits October and then it feels like Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas are just boom, boom, boom. And then the it's like a done. freight train, like mm -hmm. boom, here it comes. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Especially after Halloween. November and December always go by crazy fast. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the kids are going to New York for Thanksgiving. For a week? I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. Are you going anywhere or will you stay in Salt Lake? John and I mix up. We split the Christmas holiday. So they'll be here for Christmas. And then we are planning to go somewhere uh, the day after Christmas. And that's we as in you and Pete? Yeah. Okay, so the day after Christmas, they go to New York? Uh, they're going to San Diego this year. Okay. Um, with him and, um, and, and them, so. But you haven't decided where? No. Mm -mm. No. Hopefully someplace warm. Yeah. I, yeah, no, I'll probably, I think I have Thanksgiving the entire week to myself again because Lexton is probably going to visit his cousin. Oh, wow. And I want to go somewhere too, but I haven't figured out where. But it's like nine days, so I feel like... Yeah. Somewhere. I don't even care where. Yeah, we we were talking about it, and he asked me, he's like, well, where, where in the States have you not gone that you want to go? And I couldn't come up with an answer. Because you've seen a lot of the states, or because there's just not anything. Because I've seen so you? much, and that's not bragging. It was just, 
I've been all over California. I've been all over the Southwest. I've been through Idaho and Wyoming. I've been through all of Texas, all of the South, all of the Northeast, most of the Midwest. I don't want to go to Florida. <laughs> Come on now. Who doesn't want to go to Florida? Um, yeah, I've never been to Maine, but I, I would think that Maine at that time of year is very dark and cold. Yeah, I mean, I don't know temperature-wise, but it's going to be very snowy for sure. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go somewhere, I mean, what about even into Canada? I mean, obviously that will be cold yeah, and snowy, but I, like Quebec or... I kind of want to visit any sort of cultural, any sort of cultural situation I want to visit during the warmer months because there's more light. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. And they are so far north that it's going to be like very minimal light. Very minimal. Like, it, like I remember being in London uh, on my semester abroad. And when I got there in August, it was light until 1130 at night. And then when I left in December, uh, the sun went down at like three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should just go to Orlando. You guys, uh -huh. you guys could go to Disney. A couple's Disney trip. Come Miami's on. Miami's an option. Miami. I haven't ever been to Miami. There you go. Yeah. It'll be warm, but also not hot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm still pushing for Disney, but... Mm-mm. <laughs> no? Not going to do it? I don't know. And I don't know how... this the, the, the healing of my feet is going so slowly that I don't know what my walking situation is going to be like so but i bet if you go to disney you can get one of those little motorized carts <laughs> i know we were parked at a stoplight yesterday and a woman in a wheelchair was trying to get across the street and i wanted to jump out of the car and go help her so bad she she was going over some of the the train tracks and she was having difficulty and i wanted to stop traffic and go help her so badly i felt so bad for her <laughs> She must be so frustrated. Well, oh. and a lot, I I was reading recently that they're kind of having issues because, you know, all of the pedestrian walkways are timed and they're just not, they don't offer enough time for people yeah. like in, in wheelchairs or people who are older. So it's, it's impossible for them to get across the street before the light changes and then people are honking and it becomes a big issue. And yeah. Well, she, when she, she finally got over right as the light turned and she was trying to get up onto the sidewalk and she was having trouble getting up onto the sidewalk. And so she rolled back a little bit towards the street. And that's when I almost, I was like, I'm, I'm getting out of the car. I just felt so much for her being unable to run across the street. Right. Yeah. And sometimes even being just, even walking, there are times if the intersection is big enough where I barely make it. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't imagine. And then in the winter, Ugh. damn. I don't know what I'm going to do about shoes because the last time I wore the boots that I normally wear in winter, my feet swelled to the size of a fucking basketball. And <laughs> just because of the, the boots aren't comfortable? Um, they need to be loose fitting so that my feet, the circulation in my feet continues. That's what's happening is that the circulation has got to get going to heal the fractures and if you're wearing constricting shoes that constricts the circulation which makes it takes longer to, to heal but 
Being a mom is not good for stress fractures in the feet. I'm just going to put that out there. So, Well, I mean, being a parent in general is not good for anything that requires you to not move <laughs> for a period of time. It's just, it's just nonstop. Mm-hmm. Just, it was like two days ago, maybe eight o'clock at night, and Lexton passed through the kitchen, and I, I don't know, I was doing dishes or something. And he made a comment to me, and I think I kind of just grunted in response. I said, are you okay? I said, yeah, just kind of tired. He's like, from what? <laughs> I stood there for a second, and was like, well, from doing what I do, which is everything, all the time, every day. And he stood there for a second, he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to help with the dishes now. Like, yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) Thanks. Just like, sometimes you just can't, you can't keep up. No. Mm -mm. And sometimes you just give up. You're just like, you know what? Fuck it today. Fuck it. I don't care. Uh -uh. Is your room a disaster? I'm just going to close the door and walk away because I'm not dealing with it. I'm not dealing with it today. Nope. Yeah. That whole idea of picking your battles, it doesn't go away as they get older. Battles just change. Mm-hmm. God, the room. Oh, man. It's so, it's, uh, yeah, like, I feel like I'm raising my sister. <laughs> but she's, my sister's very different now, but as as a, my sister, and I'm going <laughs> to, oh, God, my sister, and she will totally admit it now, my sister was an absolute slob. She was a slob. Like there was toothpaste all over the countertops, hairspray, like coating the walls, you know, just socks strewn across all surfaces. Everything was out of place. I mean, she'd walk in the door and there would be a trail behind her, right? Oh, yeah. She's not like that anymore at all. But I feel like the older of my children is a lot like her. I went into her bedroom the other day and I counted seven bowls and like seven another seven cups just sitting randomly around her room. Dirty. Yep. Yeah. 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 I just picked up two bowls and an apple core that was not in either one of the bowls. <laughs> it was beside a bowl. Like, what? How, why? Why? And I've well, I've kind of stopped, for the most part, doing that. Like I'll go and see it, and then I'll go downstairs and like you need to go up, and get these things. But then inevitably, it's always like seventy five percent. Can you pick up your clothes off the bathroom floor? Sure. And then I go back up, and there's like one sock and a pair of underwear. I'm like, can you pick up all of them? Not just <laughs> some, like every item. And then it creates it. Uh, Yeah, I don't. And it seems like common sense. Like if you're going to do it, how can you only do it part way? How is that possible? It's almost more work. Like did you have to intentionally drop those back down? Because what the hell? (laughs) I I just repeat myself over and over and over and over again. Oh, my God. And then I went in there the other night and she was really tired, as teenagers are wont to be. Right. Again, she's tired, and I I look around, and I see all of these cups and bowls, and I looked at one, 
and her um I got her these silk pillowcases because of her hair and the silk pillowcases are supposed to make it so that her hair doesn't get as tangled at night. Okay. And there was a bowl of dried chocolate ice cream on the floor and one of the silk pillows was in it. Oh my God. (laughs) And I was like, "Um, do you realize that one of your pillows is in that bowl of ice cream? And she's like, what? Huh? Oh man. (laughs) But it makes you wonder, too, like, if you hadn't pointed it out, would she have seen it and then still just yeah. kind of casually dragged it onto her bed? I'm like, oh, yeah. well, it's not on this side. Yeah. So the moral of the story is the kids remain gross and partially unreliable well into their teens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to start doing a system where it's like, if I have to repeat myself, I'm going to mark down how many times I've had to repeat myself. And that's how much money you owe me at the end of the day. And I don't care how you find it. If you have to go rob a store, you have to go rob a store. Because <laughs> you're going to owe me money for having to repeat the same thing 2,700 times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been, the amount of times I've had that discussion with Lexton where, like, if I have to ask you to do it six times, then you're not helping. It's, it's worse because then I have to see that it's not done and remember to tell you multiple times. Yes. But if I do it, that's also not ideal. So uh, the fight continues. The fight the fight continues and we get through it week by week, right? That's right. I'm seeing a, a doctor today for my stomach and we'll see what happens. Good. Well, that's good news. Good news. Yeah. Hopefully both no. you and Coco will be on the up and up. I may just go see her vet. There you go. <laughs> Help me. Just prescribe something. Yeah. But as always, we'd love to hear from all of you, uh, especially about, for lack of a better way to put it, the value of your pets. You know what? What is what is your what is your pet worth to you? <sighs> How do you draw that line? How do you make that decision? And I'm sincerely interested because. I'm sure inevitably I will have to cross that bridge. So I'd love to know uh, where you stand and kind of how you arrived at that point. Of course, if you have any feedback on Halloween or scary things, that's fine too. But you can find us as always um, via email at stories at manicramblings.com and on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at manicramblings. And finally, on Patreon, patreon.com slash manic ramblings. Yes, and if you have any stories about if you were on a swim team, how did you like it? Oh, yeah. And we will be back next week, hopefully a little more intact. Or at least we're getting there. Over here. Week by week, yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> so um, until next time. I don't know. Just put your goddamn apple core in the bowl at least, right? I mean, let's make let's let's make that progress. <laughs>
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 